I'm Stu Whiffin. And I'm Adam Richardson. And not only are we the editors of Pod Bible Magazine, we're also your hosts for the Pod Bible Podcast. The podcast podcast where podcasters talk to podcasters about podcasts and podcasting. It doesn't get more meta than that, right? Hello and welcome to episode number six of the Pod Bible Podcast. I'm one half of your hosting team. I'm Stu Whiffin, and next to me is Scroobius Pip, back by no demand. Zero demand. Yeah, excited to be here again. Thank you for having me. Good feedback on last week. Yeah, amazing. And again, it's just it's it's amazing that the podcast just keeps growing and people seem to come to a new episode and go and find all the back catalogue. I know we're still only this is our sixth episode, but yeah. There's plenty there to get your teeth into, and it's all nice and bite-sized. Absolutely. Nothing stays sensitive on this podcast, so you can just go back and check out the previous episodes and, and just enjoy them and find out what the podcasts are about and what the podcasters themselves are also listening to. So who have we got this week, Stu, talking about their podcast? We're starting big. Uh, it's Mickey Noonan and Jen Offord from the amazing Standard Issue. Let's listen. Hello and welcome to the Pop Bible Podcast. Today we are joined by Jen Offer and Mickey Noonan from Standard Issue. Hello. Hello. Hi. Well, it's quite straightforward. You just need to tell us all about your podcast. Go on then. Shall I start? Shall I start, yeah. Okay, so Standard Issue Podcast, we bill it as a magazine for ears and three out of four weeks it is just that. It's a magazine for ears and on the fourth week we have one of our live events which we call a gig cast. Because we bloody love a portmanteau, and so we have Podzine and a gig cast. So that's what we do. And the idea is we celebrate everything about women, and we champion women's voices and talk about everything that women like, which is, you know, everything, not just what colour lipstick suits you. Mm. And we were started by Sarah Millican. We were an online magazine, and, you know, advertising's a bugger. And so we morphed into being a podcast. So that's, that's us. And so from the magazine to the podcast, it was the format pretty much the same, or if not, how did you come up with a format for the podcast? Yeah, I mean, it's basically the same kind of idea, isn't it? So it's sort of like articles in a way, and mm. it's kind of like a newspaper. So we open with the news, we end with the sport, there's like a bit of... We have interviews in the yeah. middle where we talk to different women for doing amazing things. And fill it that way. So yeah, the idea was it's it's a women's magazine, or a, I used to write for the the lads mag. So it's just a, it's a a lifestyle magazine, but with news and sport and silliness, and it's warm and funny. And then it's broken up with different sections, yeah, which are the different interviews and always guests. Yes, yeah. in the three out of four, and then in the fourth one, all guests because mm. it's just a live chat. Well, tell us a little bit about some of the guests that you've had on. Let's start with who we've been chatting to over the weekend. I chatted to Liz Buckley, who we have as our music expert. And because there's a new Aretha Franklin film out, Amazing Grace, we chatted about Aretha. What's not to love about that? Oh, sorry, Miss Franklin. Show some respect. <laughs> and then we had an author in today. Is it Dina? Yeah, Dina Nieri. She's just written a book uh, called The Ungrateful Refugee. So we're going to use that in a couple of weeks' time for World Refugee Day. Uh, because she was a refugee yeah. from Iran who went to Dubai and then to America and then over to the UK when she, she fled Iran. And then Jen does sports every week, so we always cover women's sport. I think we're one of the only outlets that covers women's sport yeah, every like single week. regularly, and we try to make it sort of not just sort of issues-based, like actually about the sport, not just someone was sexist this week, because mm. if you did that, you could do that literally every week, yeah. and it's <laughs> not necessarily that helpful. 
and we had a fellow podcast host, Emma Gannon, came in to tell us about the multi-hyphen method and chat about what she's up to. So it's always a real range of women doing very different things, but all doing awesome stuff. For, for potential new listeners, is there a, a, an entry point that you would say is a good place to, to, to jump in at? Would you say go right back to the beginning or...? Oh, God, we sounded so stilted. <laughs> Just don't know what a microphone is and yeah. how do I sound. Sounding chipper has probably been the biggest challenge ever, where you go, hi, and welcome to the podcast. Hello. Oh, the three of us, none of us are naturally chipper. We fight about whose turn it is to do the mail out because that kind of like, yeah. hi, everyone, tone is not natural to any of us. Just the three sarky dour women. Yeah. Uh, but funny. I'd say sort of middle. There's some great guests on the early ones, but I, I possibly wouldn't say start there. I think like the gig costs, you could just jump in wherever, but the the pod scenes are usually relatively topical. So while like you know, obviously you'll be missing many many amazing chats if you don't go right back to the mm-hmm. stilted start. Yeah, I'd say once you get hooked, become a retro oneer rather mm. than starting from the beginning yeah. and work your way backwards. But the gig casts are just always a really good entry and they have much more they have many more famous people on it so if that's your bag but we also do because we only have like so much time of a weekly episode if we get like 30 minutes of like awesome chat out of someone which we routinely do we'll put them out as a standalone interview on a sunday and we call those our sunday chops because like chopsing and they're is, like the long read version yeah, of a podcast basically yeah, a bit more in depth so those ones could just be about you know, they might be topical. They might just be an interesting author that we were going to chat to. Yeah, I chatted to. to Joanne Harris recently, and so she was very good value. So, you know, yeah. if someone's telling you about a machine gun they found in a hedge, you're like, we're going to keep this for the Sunday yeah. chops. <laughs> this is worth a bit of extra time. And tell us a little bit about the live shows. The majority of them do take place in London, but we do rove around the country as well. So coming up, we've got one in Canterbury and we've got a couple, well, we've got four gigs over three days at the Edinburgh Fringe and that'll be our fourth time in Edinburgh. And yeah, they're called In Conversation and we get either two or three amazing guests and two out of the three of us um, host it. Who did we have at Edinburgh last year, Mick? Oh my God, guys, brace mm-hmm. yourselves. On the In the same room, we had Janine Garofalo and Sue Pollard. There's never been such times. Wow. I mean, yeah. seriously, at one point, the conversation turned to chat about Philip Schofield, because, you know, everyone's human. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Janine Garofalo said off mic to Hannah, but you could see it. I could literally, <laughs> she just went, what's a Philip Schofield? <laughs> <laughs> and Hannah just looked flummoxed as to how to yeah. explain this without ruining the flow of the rest of the conversation. Sue Pollard was deliciously batshit. Amazing. And, and, and like at one point, Hannah was just staring at us. We were like sort of standing at the back of the room. Hannah's just staring at us, like, "What is going on? Yeah, this is madness." You're was... chatting to Peggy from Heidi High. I yeah. don't know yeah. what's happening. <laughs> she, she, I, I'm fairly sure she didn't know what was happening, <laughs> which was all part of the fun. Yeah, uh, we did another fairly crackers one back in January, and they are they're sort of they're they're loosely controlled. Is probably the kindest way to describe how we host. I'm not them. sure this one was, but uh, it was barely loosely <laughs> controlled. And uh, we had London Hughes, Jen Brister, and Daisy May Cooper. And at one point, I looked over at Hannah in a kind of "How are we going to get out this question?" And she just put her head in a jumper, <laughs> and just the crowd were loving it. They're really fun, and mm. we talk. We just 
ask questions that are relevant to all humans, like, you know, what makes you laugh? What makes you angry? Uh, what are you scared of? What is your biggest triumph? And it's been really refreshing to see that women aren't always asked those questions or certainly when they're asked to big themselves up, like, what do you like best about yourself? You get a lot of, what? What's going to happen? Mm. I don't understand why I'm being asked this question. And we did a little experiment. So we do one a year that is for International Men's Day where we get male guests. Mm. I know, right? Mm. So we have to like work out what language to talk and stuff. But we asked him a similar big enough question. I did start with David Mitchell and he just panicked. He's like, yeah, I've got nothing good to say about myself. (laughs) But yeah, it was interesting to ask them the same questions and reflect that there's not much difference, but important differences. Yeah. So yeah. So that's what the, I've gone off a little bit on that, but that's what the gig casts are. They're just a they're just a chat that yeah. tend to go awry. <laughs> they can like they sometimes they can seem like sort of slightly random lineups like Sue Pollard and Janine Garofalo, for example. Perfectly natural, Jen. Stop harping on about. But it. they're like I I always think they come together so well. They're so well curated. Sarah is quite involved in in the gigs, and I think you know. The lineups are always so interesting and you get such different kind of answers all the time. I think we've formed friendships, haven't we? Mm. We've definitely helped women form friendships on stage that I hope that they take to the outside world. Not not Janine and Sue, it must be said. I don't think they thought they were speaking the same language. (laughs) (laughs) What's coming next? It's quite a hard question to answer, I guess, because we bounce very much on what's in the news and what's topical. And so where there are certain days that stand out. So World Refugee Day, where you get a few interviews in the bag that are around that and that mm. cover that topic. But quite often, so until this week, the schedule was set in stone, but obviously everything's kicked off in America and in Alabama, particularly about abortion. So I was like, right, well, we need to focus on that. Who do we get to talk to? So you just sort of go, oh, who can I talk to that's interesting about that and how it's affecting pe- women in America and how about what's happening in Northern Ireland? So shift the schedule around. But that's the joy of having it in those different sections. We can kind of mostly, unless it has to come out at a certain time, kick something out to move something up. Mm. But the question of what's happening far in advance can be quite tricky. But we do, we've done a couple now. We did one on Repeal the Eighth and we did one on Margaret Thatcher's legacy of what we called Portmanteau, a docupod, where we do a much more in-depth look into an issue or a person and talk to loads of different women with loads of different areas of expertise or just interest and put that together. So I think there are a couple more of those planned for the future. Potentially one about how women were very heavily involved in prohibition, particularly in America and over here, and how women have been involved in people stopping drinking and then bringing it back again. So that will be quite a fun one. Great. Thank you very much. Thanks. Thank you. There we go. That was Mickey and Jen. Um, fantastic. Let's take a little break now and then we'll get on to guest two. Okay, welcome back. And it's the first guest of ours to return. Exciting. And it's a good one. It's Dan Schreiber from No Such Thing as a Fish. Who was the first guest on the first episode. So obviously a great one to have back because we've heard about his podcast. Now let's hear about what podcasts he's recommending. Let's, Let's talk on. about someone else's podcast, shall we? <laughs> yeah. This is my other biggie. This is going to sound very dramatic, but I genuinely think that if we were told tomorrow all podcasts had to be wiped, there was only room for one to survive, I would say this would be the one to keep. It's called You, Me, and the Big C. I only started listening at a point when I think 
basically the rest of the world started listening, which was the the tragic uh, death of Rachel Bland, who was one of the presenters on it. When that happened, my wife and I just thought, oh, we've never heard that before. Let's give a listen. Started with one of the latest episodes, immediately went back to the first episode. And I think we've done two loops of it now. It's a show all about three women who were diagnosed with cancer, who all in separate ways were doing stuff to talk about that cancer in an open way on you know, Instagrams and blogs and Twitter and so on, uh, being put together to talk about it as a podcast. Um, and this was made with the BBC. So it's an interesting one because there's always a, a sort of, when you see something's made with the BBC, you think, oh, they're trying to get into the podcasting world or is it really a podcast or is it a radio show? This is, this is absolutely a podcast. And it's the most terrifying listen you'll ever have it's also one of the funniest listens you'll ever have it's it's every emotion and it's talking about the big dreaded c word cancer and done in just the best way possible just an extraordinary conversation every week told by three incredibly intelligent women sadly now it's it's two but they brought that right to the brink with rachel before her passing and they made an episode post her passing um which was so emotional. It was the producers sitting around. They were all crying. They were all talking about the final moments. And I've never had anything have that kind of an impact on me in terms of how do you take something that's so scary to people, so alien, so um, ignorant filling, because we, we step away from the information so much because it almost scares us to look into it. In a, in a sense that it might lead us to getting it in a way, yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's we all know that's not how it works, but you just you just want to keep it, it yeah, yeah. And this is the way to do it. This show, yeah. it's it's the perfect mix of information, comedy, and break. I mean, I hate saying, but there's so many words about this show that you want to not say because it makes it sound worthy and it makes it sound like they're doing something extraordinary. To them, they're not. They're just talking honestly about stuff and. And you've got one, um, Deborah, who's going through uh, all sorts of um, surgery at the moment. She's been having lasers, uh, laser done to her bowel and uh, the tumor's in there. And she's in there with the microphone as they're doing it and they're recording it. And I haven't heard that episode yet. I don't think it's been released, but who does that? It's just phenomenal. It's absolutely brilliant. And I think a lot of people won't listen to it because for that reason, they'll be scared. Like, why would I listen to this? Uh, unless they are, unfortunately have cancer or someone very close to them with cancer, you might not ever go to this this show. And both my wife and I are very lucky that we, in our immediate family, everyone's healthy at the moment. And so we didn't go to it with a reason to get the information. And I'm so glad that we did because, yeah, it's on, on top of anything else, just an amazing listen. Now you have all that information. That's I've, I've listened to a lot of them because Rachel um, was a BBC presenter, wasn't she? Yeah. On, on Five Live. Um, and I actually knew of her uh, beforehand and obviously I think I heard the news that she had cancer all very terrible and then heard the podcast and it's just everyone's going to be affected by it in some way and to be able to to listen to what they're going through it's sort of I don't know I kind of feel like it's I feel sort of more prepared for if something like that was to happen to myself or somebody I know to, to, have, to have heard their experiences, I just feel like it's just hugely beneficial. And it's, it's like you say, it, it, it's hilarious at times. It's really educational and it is brave. And then obviously when Rachel did pass, the fact that they've carried on and Rachel's husband now appears on the podcast, yeah. I believe. Yeah, he does. And they, um, they always have guests and people you would never expect to hear. Uh, so it would be, you know, some 
random person from Coronation Street or something um, yeah. who you might recognize as an actor, but I don't think I've ever heard speak before. Right. And they're all so badass. Are they just all, I mean, that's, I think, I don't know what they're like in their own life, but I think what this podcast has created is or anyone who has it starts thinking about it differently. Mm. And you see that in every guest that comes on. They, they come with this kind of like, we're cowboys who are going to take down this evil enemy. Um, they all just sound so confident and obviously no one no one is ready to have that thrown on them so when i say confident it's just for the sake of their chat obviously we all go home and in the 3 a.m we'll cry about something if it's terrifying i don't think any of them are immune to that but their attitude and their way of humanizing it is again i've just never heard anything do that with the disease before i've never heard a group of people make it seem like this is okay we're all here for each other let's go through it and if and if we don't get through it okay that sucks but that's that's how it is let's hope the next person with it is able to get through it that's yeah. the extraordinary thing about rachel's passing or death i think passing is a taboo word yeah. for them it was you the admin that she did before she died to make sure that her and her husband and Freddie had a life set up that worked, you know, and, and she wrote this book, which my wife's reading at the moment, I'm going to read afterwards, uh, which was Letters to Freddie. I think it's called For Freddie, or Dear Freddie. She so just... Four-year-old son? Yeah. Old around there? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's just her autobiography, but it's lessons from her life and things to look out for as you're growing up. And this is just so you know when you're when you're a bit older and um, you're thinking, oh, I wonder what mum's musical influences were if we were chatting about that right now. Here's what they are. It's a brilliant book, brilliant idea, and but brilliant thing to do as well in the, in the course of what was going on with her. I can't recommend it enough. It's just, as I say, if they had to knock out every other podcast, I honestly think this is the best one to keep because what it does for humanizing one of the scariest things going around is just it turns it into a club like a positive club of of you know helping out everyone making sure everyone's having a laugh at the same time being prepared what do you need to do yeah it's awesome thank you very much dan thank you There we go. Genuinely always just great to hear from Dan. Um, that's an important podcast he's recommended there. It won the ACAST Moment of the Year Award at the British Podcast Awards this year due to how the podcast dealt with Rachel's death. And it's the power of podcasts there that, that they can kind of take huge, daunting subjects and make them feel intimate and, and not overwhelming. It's a, Yeah, it's a great listen. Absolutely, absolutely. Okay, so coming up now is our third and final guest of episode six. Adam and I headed over to the Stackenoff Studios to record this one. Home of the, the, the football ramble and, and, and everything else over there. And we was blessed to sit down with the wonderful Mark Haynes from WrestleMe. Let's find out what recommendation Mark has for us. Okay, giving us his recommendation is WrestleMe podcast host, Mark Haynes. Hey, I'm, my first recommendation is Comedy Bang Bang. Uh, it's an American podcast. It's been running for a long, long time. Not all of the episodes are available on iTunes. But it's uh, a, a guy called Scott Aukerman who introduces uh, and talks to interesting people. Those interesting people are, by and large, comedians who come in in character. Uh, and I just think it's one of the 
the purest demonstrations of what you can do in the podcast form that you couldn't do in any other medium. They're about two hours long. They're fully improvised. Some of them are funny. Some of them are awfully unfunny. Some of them are hilarious. And you never know what you're going to get. And if you worked in television or radio, you would never say to someone, here's two and a half hours just to you know work out and see if it's good. And you know what? If it's not good, we'll put it out anyway. And that's what he does. And for me, that's the spirit of podcasting. Fantastic. How did you first hear about it? Comedy Bang Bang was one of, I think, the first podcasts I ever listened to. And it was because uh, I think they, they began um, running it on Netflix uh, and it was the TV version. And they'd mentioned there was a podcast. And I thought, oh, I really like this TV show. Let me have a listen to that. And the the TV show is is so small and condensed and polished compared to this big, sprawling mess of a podcast. Uh, I think they've just done their 600th episode, which they celebrated by doing a 10-hour podcast. And they had to release it in two pieces because they're the first people to discover there's a cutoff time for podcasts. <laughs> you can only do something like seven hours 32 and there's no other way of doing it. So they are pushing the boundaries. They are. It, it's such a good podcast. I, I've recommended it to loads of people and no one likes it. <laughs> no one likes it. But I come back to it each time. I cannot get enough of it. And even when I'm going, I'm bored with this, I know I'll be back the next day. And that to me is just, there's nothing else like it. And that's the sort of beauty of, of what they're doing. They're doing something that couldn't exist in any other form. It is solely there to exist as a podcast. And I think it's one of the greatest podcasts ever made. Wow. I love that you say that you've uh, recommended it to loads of people and nobody likes it. No. So <laughs> thanks for bringing it to the Pod Bible podcast. <laughs> Honestly, there will be loads of people who are trying this out and they will go, oh, it sounds I'm the kind of guy who likes things that are a little bit off kilter and a bit left field. And they'll listen to it and they'll go, but I don't like this. <laughs> yeah, but this but is rubbish. If you are going to have a go, there are some uh, uh, episodes he does with the Parks and Recreation crew, Chelsea Peretti, uh, Scott, Adam Scott, and the late Harris Whittles, who was a, who was a comedy writer. Um, they are seen as being the the best of the entire bunch and they are really worth listening to the year-end specials they do where they do the best of the year are also great but honestly you're either gonna you're either gonna listen to it and go this is the greatest thing and i've been waiting for this to come into my life forever or you're gonna go i don't like this at all what a stupid man (laughs) brilliant thank you very much So we are at the end of episode number six. Thanks ever so much for listening. Thank you ever so much to our guests. And I'll hand over to you to do the final little bit. Yeah, I mean, we we always want to hear from you guys, your recommendations, your feedback, everything. So we're on all the social media platforms at Pod Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can also, if you want to read the previous issues, obviously this this comes from a magazine that's out every two months. It's free, so the digital issues are available at podbiblemag.com. But you can also order the physical issues there, and there's a few of them have sold out. But, yeah, all available at podbiblemag.com. Or email us, info at podbiblemag.com. And as ever, we finish this podcast with a huge explosion. Pod Bible podcast. Take a deep breath, Pip. I'm going to try and just harmonise this time instead of explosion and trying Barbershop to switch out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Pop Bible Podcast is delighted to be brought to you by Audible. 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 <laughs> See you next week. Bye. Bye.